I never thought I'd grow up and get a bullet in my leg. And it's just like, like, why? Like, why do people do this? My daughter and I um, kind of looked in the wrong direction at the wrong time. And we saw about two to three dead bodies there in the entrance of the bowling alley. Just remember people sobbing and crying and not screaming, but like whimpering. Those are the people who tell the story, right? The faces of these headlines we read about, and that's how you should consume them. You know, the, the headlines are people, and in this case, we're talking about those who live in uh, the sleepy town of Lewiston, Maine. You know, one of these very kind of pretty little towns all over New England. Um, not so far from Montreal, about 400 kilometers. And, you know, they're waking up to the reality today where so far uh, 16 have been killed, dozens injured. And, um, and a manhunt still underway by police looking for someone who has a lot of uh, experience with guns, has a lot of experience from military uh, being on the ground and hiding, and, is, uh, and who knows where he is. So this is one of those stories that we'll watch and get updated through the day. But I wanted to bring Rick Tyler into the conversation because he's a producer and co-host of the George Hale Rick Tyler Show on Voice of Maine. Good to have you this morning on such a terrible, terrible um, occasion. Uh, good morning, Alex. Uh, last night was the biggest mass killing in our state's history, and this morning it yeah. could be the biggest manhunt in our state's history. And it started at 6.56 last night mm-hmm. at Just In Time Recreation, a bowling alley on Mollison Way in Lewiston. It yeah. felt like it lasted a lifetime. That's Riley mm-hmm. Dumont. She was there for the youth night. And her father, a retired police officer, when the suspect, when the person of interest, Robert R. Card II, came through the door, he sprang into action. He literally just went into action in that moment and just kind of corralled us all and made sure we were all safe and that the scene, he was waiting for the cops to walk through the front door and he put protection in front of us and tables and like a big bench that the kids were hiding behind. I was scooched on the floor with my daughter and my mom and a couple of other kids and parents. And then Alex, mm. sometime later, but four miles away on Lincoln Street, Schmengi's Bar and Grill. It's a restaurant. If you had my gut right now, I feel like I'm squashed. What a vice. That is Leroy Walker. And the reason he feels the way he feels, Alex, is because his son is the manager mm. at Schmengi's Bar and Grill. Wow. And Leroy cannot find and has not heard from his son. My son is dead, and I know he's dead. I know it as well as I know I'm standing here telling you because he's not here, and he's not at any other hospital, and he's not running the streets, so he would have called us. Sometime after, that's when we heard from our public safety commissioner in our state, Alex. His name is Michael Soschuk. Police are currently searching for a Robert R. Card, 4-4-1983 of both. Card is considered armed and dangerous. Maybe we can talk more about his experience that you mentioned just a moment ago. They were also looking for the vehicle that Card was allegedly operating. A vehicle, which was a vehicle of interest in this incident, was located in Lisbon. And we are now also asking residents in Lisbon to shelter in place. A lot of people are sheltering in place still this morning. Now, interesting, that vehicle was abandoned off Route 196 in Lisbon, Alex. There's a boat launch there, and there are some that wonder, did... The suspect, did the person of interest, Robert Arcard II, did he get into another vehicle? Did he steal another vehicle? Or did he get in a boat, head down the Androscoggin, maybe make his way to Merry Meeting Bay, and who knows where he could be? And that's why I tell you that we are right now in our state 
involved in what could be the biggest manhunt in Maine's history. We have uh, literally hundreds of police officers working around the state of Maine uh, to investigate this case, to locate Mr. Card, who again is a person of interest and a person of interest only. And we'll continue to gather information so that we can bring uh, the suspect to justice and ultimately uh, seek prosecution uh, down the road. Alex, that's what's happening in the state of Maine this morning. It is just, um, I mean, look, we hear about this a lot. You know, we hear about mass shootings to the point, um, Rick, where we almost were very desensitized to them, certainly in your country, more so than here. But but when you hear about this, because I, I think about a town like Lewiston, Maine, because I, I think about Lewiston, Ohio, and all these small towns. This is the kind of place where everyone would know everyone. And I suspect everyone likely would know the shooter or something. We'll learn in the coming days. But uh, the father that you talk about in that clip where he's like, he knows his, his kid's dead. Those are the things that are happening where you've got parents looking for their kids. You've got kids maybe looking for their parents. And you wonder, uh, can this tiny uh, town, will, will they ever recover? It's just devastating. The other point that we're asking ourselves this morning is we know that you mentioned that he was, he's not just trained to operate firearms. Robert R. Card II is trained to instruct others in how to operate firearms. And he committed to a mental health facility for two weeks this past summer after this, according to the police bolo that came out, I'm quoting the Associated Press and quoting the bolo here, Alex, he was hearing voices and he had threatened to carry out a shooting at a military training base in Saco, a city that is to the south. A lot of questions as to wonder, why was Robert R. Card mm-hmm. II still carrying in a state where you should not be able to carry if you had experienced something like he experienced? We get more at 1030 this morning from our governor and again from Michael Soschuk, our commissioner of public safety, Alex. Yeah, there'll be a lot of questions. Like there were so many red flags uh, there. And, and why did he get a weapon? How did he get in possession of the weapon? At the same time, is there any kind of manifesto? It sounds like on, on first guess there's a mental health issue here, but... Uh, the things they'll be looking for would be a manifesto. Um, he didn't get to the Miller military base, but maybe that's where he's headed now. Who knows where he's going, but he does have weapons, and he's very well trained. And the thing is, he would know, Rick, what to do, where to hide, where to go. So how much planning was put into this? There are just so many questions. And still, we don't even know how many people have been killed. Yeah, if I could share one more point. In the state of Maine, we're an outdoor state. We're an out- where there are outdoors, there are sports men, there are sports women. Mm-hmm. Hunting season begins for in-state residents at sunrise on Saturday. Hunting season for all who come to our state for this outdoor sport begins Monday, next Monday at sunrise. Our listeners were asking questions about if Robert R. Card is still out there and has the experience to do what he can do and has done what he has allegedly done last night in Lewiston. Is it safe to send hunters out into the state of Maine as they normally would? Yeah, and, and will there be copycats? And I suspect, look, I've heard it's a very close-knit town and people pull together, but I don't. this is not the show you, you plan to do today, right? This You've been in the business 54 years. You've done it probably in a lot of other markets, watching it happen elsewhere, and now it's in, in your backyard. It's in your front yard. We're pretty strong people, and we do just what you just said, Alex. We reach out, we help. We talk to the mayor of Auburn, the neighboring city. Uh, Lewiston has, what, 36,000, 37,000 people. We're across the Androscoggin River. There's Auburn. They have another 24,000 already. The people of Auburn reaching out to the people of Lewiston. How can we help? What can we do with this together? We'll somehow get through this. 
Our thoughts are with uh, all of you, Rick. Uh, we very much thank you for kind of uh, putting a face to this of how things feel, and we wish you the very best of luck and uh, thinking of all of you. My privilege, my pleasure, Alex. Have a great day. Thank you. And that is Rick Tyler, who uh, produces and is the co-host of the George Hale Rick Tyler Show, the voice of Maine. You can be the voice of Maine. You just don't want to be voicing stories about what they are talking about today. We're very lucky here, um, but this is the reality they wake up to.